Welcome to this week's Sports Girls podcast. I'm Denise O'Flaherty and we'd like to thank our sponsors, Simcom. On this week's show, we have a Kenny Camogie star, Colette Dormer, and also the girl behind the sketches, Jen Murphy sketches. And we'd like to thank Jen for this week's prize, which is a sponsored sketch by the one and only Jen Murphy. So first of all, we'll have Colette on and welcome to the podcast, Colette. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. You're uh, a Kilkenny girl, a camogie, I suppose, down there, it's like religion. Um, ah, yeah, well, you're given a hurl at a very young age in Kilkenny, so uh, the first sport you pick up, really. Last year, you finally won in All-Ireland after so long, and also it was double delight because you ended uh, your great rivals, Cork's bid for three in a row. Um, yeah, well, um, we were a long time um, knocking at the door and uh, finally to break through after 22 years, um, it was uh, an amazing feeling, and uh, each and every one of the girls were delighted and even to have Anne back on board with us um, she was with us previously and we had we couldn't make the breakthrough and uh, it was great to have her back and then to finally break through with, with her on board it was brilliant RTE always show highlights of the game um, but there was something beforehand like Robbie don't want this something beforehand that drew Marty Morrissey's attention and it was a bit of a handbag so has that happened before or before a big game or do you kind of have that bit of a push and the shovel and you want to get on with matters that's it for like um it's an important game for everyone though tensions are high but um it's just that like it just shows passion that every girl has going out on the field and uh like really you just want to get out and play camogie and uh no it doesn't generally happen too often but at the same time like it's um, any sport like everyone shows passion and drive the hunger to win and uh if you can get any sort of uh, up on your opponent, like that happens. What is it like to play in an All Ireland final? You know, putting on the black and amber and running out onto the field. Um, oh, sure, it's a dream come true for any girl. Like when you start out playing camogie, your dream is to get to Crow Park and to be wearing the Kilkenny jersey, and uh, that it was just a dream come true. Like the buzz, the feeling. You can, they play a bit of music when you're running out the tunnel. And I think that's it. Is it rolling out, rolling down the tunnel? Because even myself, if I'm in a look the ground I always feel there's just something about it and I'm not playing of walking down that tunnel and just seeing the green in front of you that's it like you just once you cross over the white line like uh, your head kind of takes over but uh, the heart and your the, your heart is like pounding as you're coming out running out and um, running out in Rope Park is just the best feeling in the world and especially like we've all been in together for so long we've played colleges together so we were running out on the field with our best friend though it was definitely the best in our life this year you won the Leinster Championship and the league and you got back to Crow Park, but you fell at the final hurdle against your old rivals Cork. Um, how would you sum up the year for you, Kenny? Um, well, at the start of the year when you go back training, like um, last year we went back training and we knew it was going to be a, an extremely hard task um, to try to get back to Crow Park. So uh, our main aim for the year was to get back to Crow Park and try contest for the All Ireland. But um, so losing that and losing out by a, a point was absolutely heartbreaking. So. As we look back on it, like although winning the league and winning the Leinster, it was a nice, it was a nice award to to win. Um, losing the All Ireland though was heartbreaking. So um, we, you would be disappointed looking back on it. But at the same time, like we've had so many young players that got run out in the championship. They got a run out. They played with seven new girls that hadn't played in the um, championship. That played the, the league for the year, so it was great. And do you think um, the fact that you beat Cork the year before that they had a bit more hunger this year? Um, um, I wouldn't say that. I just think um, on the day, I I don't know, they got off to a better start and 
sometimes that's the way things goes. Um, the team that starts off better, it kind of they have the momentum, and it's hard to kind of like you kind of feel like you're coming from behind the whole way through. But um, but I wouldn't say it's hunger because every girl doesn't go out to lose. They go out with the same hunger every day. But uh, just maybe they just had the momentum when they came out of the block at the start. Just watching the the final, um, you looked like a total different team in the second half. It was like you turn off the shackle and went on the attack more and the first half was more defensive that's just I suppose from a neutral point of view watching it was there sort of a change of tactics at half time that you said you'd attack more or no um like we weren't wouldn't really always be a defensive team I think um Cork kind of threw us the way they st- started the game um they kind of um all grouped together in the centre and it kind of threw us for a second or two um for a few minutes even um so like it kind of probably looking back it kind of looked like we were very defensive in the first half but like as we've played against Cork in previous years like you can't afford to let them get the running game and and uh it may have looked like we were defensively but like we're as a team like we're an attacking team you have Anna Farlu can attack and cut through any team like Meg as well got two fantastic scores in the second half but I think it was just the start of the game we kind of like started slow and that's where you can't afford to start slow against Cork like you just have to come out with the guns blazing I think that's what we did in the second half we just knew we couldn't come out starting slow in the second half we had to just attack it maybe a bit more but um just that's really it yeah yeah, and just uh, Colette, the All Stars are on recently, and um, I suppose Kilkenny got four All Stars. Um, do you think maybe that might have deserved a few more? Is there anyone in particular maybe that was nominated that you felt was unlucky not to win an All Star? Um, well, when it comes to All Stars, anyone that get gets nominated, I feel um does be unfortunate not to get one. Like, um, once you're nominated, you go up that night with the hopes that maybe you have done enough to get one. But uh, most years, when you win an All Ireland, the team is the All Star team. Majority, mostly, will be made up of the winning team. But uh, um, like anyone could have gotten any place. But uh, maybe the All Stars could have been spread out a bit more around the country. Like uh, this year, class, we've seen the emergence of West Meath and Meath, West Meath on the junior, Meath the intermediate, and also Dublin done well this year. I suppose for counties like Kenny and Cork, who are used to playing each other and Galway, it's good to see that there's these new counties emerging. Oh yeah, it's absolutely fantastic team coming through. Like we've had a big battle this year with Dublin, and uh, it's brought like a huge, um, even media boost to even to Kenny, like the awareness of other count- counties across the country. Like and Colette, um, just looking forward to 2018. Um, um, you know, will Anne Downey be back over to Kenny again, or that's it? Yeah, um, the management. Yeah, back in, thank God. So uh, we're looking forward to 2018 now. So um, not sure when we're back training or anything like that. That none of that's been confirmed, but Anne has been confirmed yet. Right, and you'd have maybe some players back from injury, Edwina Keane, and that's it. Yeah, the girls have um, had a tough year, but they're flying it with their um, rehab. So please God, all going well. They'll be back for maybe the um, early in the league or the end of the league. And you've quite a young panel, so we won't be expecting any retirements or anyone maybe going travelling, or would you be hoping to have a full pick of a panel again? And hoping, hopefully so, yeah, we'll have a full pick of a panel, and sure, the intermediates or the minors, I'd say, I don't know yet whether Anne has called anyone up or anything, but um, it'll definitely be a tough battle again this year for places. Colette, have you any advice, you know, we talked about minors coming on, have you any advice for some of the younger girls that are coming on, or even young girls that have picked up, 
um, starting into playing camogie? Any advice that you want to share or something that you was even said to you when you started off playing? Um, well, the main thing that I always come back to, people always ask me uh, about advice, um, that each girl, when he is going to train or going um, to matches, that to go out and enjoy it, um, to give it their all, um, because and even like the tough training sessions, it's hard to go out on a winter evening to training, but when you do come home, you're always in way better form after getting to just to enjoy it and to practice as much as you can. And it's a real social outlet as well. Would you now have a schedule or when around do you start back training? Because it must be a, a, a tough year, especially if you want to be successful. Um, in, Say that again, sorry. Is there a time when you go back training? You know, what's your schedule like? You go back January, February, because if you want to be successful, you know, you have to put in the hours and, and the training sessions. Yeah, well, that's it. Like um, like the pre-season training now from January onwards um, will be tough. So, like, you know you're going to be out in the winter rain um and nights like running so it's kind of handy to have a, a basis so a lot of girls would probably be in the gym doing a bit like and not letting themselves fall back too far or or else the january and february running will be off the hard so uh Nothing too hectic, just something enjoyable, maybe a class is here and there, but uh, you do want to enjoy the winter too. Exactly. Well, not the weather. No. <laughs> Clash, um, see you're an ambassador for um, Cool Heroes. Um, you, you're on your, you have your own trading card. Like, do you ever stop and think, you know, oh my God, I'm on a trading card. I've <laughs> played in Crow Park. I've won all Ireland. I'm, you know, do you, ever, do you ever grow up thinking, hoping you'd be on a trading card or stop and think, like, oh, you've achieved? Um, well, you wouldn't want to be thinking too much about because you'd be grounded fairly quickly um, my nephew this year was actually trying to find the card on it and he thought I had one at home hiding it away for myself but uh, boy, you wouldn't look back too often but the days when you do get a chance like the pictures like your mum would have the picture at home on the wall from the All-Ireland like it does bring back the memories and the joy of what, what we did do last year so uh, just them odd times you do get to look back and enjoy them yeah and just them um, you know I'm sure there's lots of forwards all around the country that Stradman having to mark you but who would be the toughest opponent maybe outside of Kilkenny that you would have marked like from a different county um, God I remember going playing um, with Leinster one year and having to go out and mark and Jane Dolan she was awful hard and uh, um, I wanted and then I did Trina Matthew down in Cork we've had tough battle down through the years in college and uh, in county so uh, she's there yeah and if there was a transfer market now and in Camogie and you could buy someone in for 2018 that would help you win back the Duffy Cup who would you who would you pick Um, well if the woman didn't go into retirement we would have traded Kay Kelly in alright but uh, she's probably enjoying her retirement right about now <laughs> <laughs> and just um, as a Camogie player and a Camogie follower when you see the massive attendance that the ladies football um, finals attracted this year um, do you do you wonder why maybe Camogie doesn't have as big as attendance or would you be worried that you know ladies football is taking over and maybe that Camogie won't get as big as following will, you know maybe the following will diminish in the next few years or um, no any bit of promotion in ladies sport I just see it as a positive whether it's ladies football or Camogie um, 
And if there was one thing you could change about Camogie, be it a rule or anything about the game, what would what would it be if you had a magic wand and you could change something about it? Um, probably get rid of the hand pass goal. It doesn't look that nice. Um, but uh, other than that, no, not really. Um, I agree with you with the hand pass goal, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hard one to defend, so uh, probably get rid of that one. <laughs> Colette, apart from Nolan Park, obviously, um, what's your favourite grounds to have played? And I, I suppose running out of all Ireland final day in Club Park is special, but do you have a favourite ground? Um, down through the years, we've always um, been lucky enough in Semple Stadium, so the atmosphere... It's a re- it, that is a real uh, stadium, isn't it, though, for hurling or Camogie? There's something about it. Yeah, we've had some cracking matches. Like um, We've been lucky enough with um, the last couple of years, we'd have a couple of double headers with the league finals with the boys men's and then last year we had our semi-final board the men's one replay so we've been lucky enough that we've had a couple of matches there lately that the Kilkenny hurlers have been playing afterwards and we've had um, probably like a lot of people nearly the crowd coming in uh, that we got over the line against Galway last year so you know Semple Stadium has a special place in our heart. Yeah. A couple of years ago um, the hurling got players, top players to go around to various counties that were you know not 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 the so-called big counties like Longford, Leitrim and places like that. Do you think maybe that the Camogie Association could do something like that? Get some of your top players to go around in schools. Like I talk mainly from around the Midlands, from Longford, Leitrim, Cabin direction, and um, to try and tell young girls about Camogie and get them interested in it. Because ladies football around here is blooming, but trying to get Camogie started off isn't so. Yeah, oh God, like any bit of promotion for Camogie, it'd be huge. Like if it takes like players having to go into schools or anything like that, like God, I don't think any girls would, would mind that at all. Like we've, um, the last couple of years, we've done a few like coaching camps in Kilkenny where the senior Camogie players took the camps and ran them for the day. And uh, like parents have been delighted. The girls have like um, taken huge, huge confidence and advice from the senior players. So um, I'd say, yeah, that would be a huge benefit. Benefit. How does an inter-county camogie star relax or do you have time to relax? Um, well, during the peak season you wouldn't get too often but uh, mainly what I do um, stay at home, watch TV, relax. I need a nephew um, there to give me a, a great enjoyment to get to see them and play with them. Um, but other than that, just chill out and probably have a cheap meal every now and then. So how much would this cool card now be worth from you if, if someone could get it? <laughs> oh, I don't think it would be worth that much now. <laughs> uh, Claire, just seen there, um, the groups are made for the league for 2018. Um, you can in a, a group with Mead and Dublin and Waterford and Clare. Um, I suppose you're avoiding the big guns of Cork and Galway. Um, and the league is to start earlier as well. I think it's to start in January. What, yes. what's, what's your feelings about that, about the group and the earlier starting time? Um, well, I think yeah, I think we're starting the 21st of January. So um, the only thing, the only po- positive is you you mightn't have to do as hard a pre-season if you're out every weekend playing matches. And now we have the person behind our very own caricatures. It's Jen Murphy, and we'd also like to thank Jen again for sponsoring this week's prize. It's actually a sketch done by the one and only Jen Murphy. So welcome onto the podcast, Jen. Thank, thank you for having me. First of all, congratulations. You've done plenty of sketches in the book that is now out, Rory Stories. And for everyone that uh, follows him on social media, it must be absolutely brilliant to have the opportunity to do that. How did it come about? It was an amazing opportunity. Um, 
um, initially I had guest Rory um, just as a I often just sketch people randomly and um, he had he had picked up the sketch and um, from there kind of he got in touch when he was going about doing his book he asked me from there to, would I do the cover so it started out with the cover and then um, Gil Books were in touch and they just because I, I'd be familiar with the kind of the GA scene they got me to illustrate the inside of the book as well so just to keep it all the one well it was a fantastic opportunity you mentioned about sketching faces and things like that Anyone you'd like to sit down, who, who is a sub sports star or film star or whatever, you want to, want to sit down, if they asked you to sit down and sketch them, who would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, cause I've sketched or have a, you a list? I, uh, not really, no. Um, I've sketched quite a, a lot of people that would be, that would be, I'd say, kind of my sporting heroes, say like the likes of Kate Taylor, of course, Daunton, different people like that. So like them, it's, it's the GA players that I focus on really, or any um, sports women. Um, they're probably my most recognised sketches, so any of those really. Like it is a novel way of bringing those sporting stars to life. It is. Um, well, how it started off really um, was uh, I had just come back from Australia and I wanted to immerse myself back into so the Mayo ladies side because I would have followed, followed them from when I was a child. And uh, I just wanted to get back familiar with some of the players. And I went up like I was watching a, uh, one of their league matches. And um, after the game, I, I wanted to find out more about some of the players. And there was just no nowhere online or anything that gave you any information about the players so um, from there I was actually uh, one of my housemates was one of the Galway ladies um, she was playing with the Galway ladies so um, I just like there was a bit of banter really how it started out um, um, the great Mayo and Galway rivalry so I took it upon myself uh, Mayo were playing Galway so I took it upon myself to sketch one of the Mayo players just to rise my housemate um, so from there we took um, Fiona McHale as kind of a guinea pig and uh, it kind of took off from there on Twitter and so it was kind of a lot of banter with the Mayo ladies his team from there so kind of kicked off from there were you always into art did you study art in college yes um i'm a graphic designer um by day and by night um i studied graphic design in limerick and i'd say i've, I've been sketching since i was i don't know like three or four i would have been scribbling on walls and on the faces of my sister's dolls everything um, so <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's always been something that I've been hugely interested in and it's, I used to play sports a lot and I kind of gave it up kind of when I, when I went to college because of injury and I, this was a way to kind of get back into that scene without, you know, I couldn't really play. So this was another way to get back into it. And so, yeah. I love the sketch you did for, um, for our Sports Girls podcast. Um, I think you're very kind to me. I love my eyebrows. <laughs> but um, uh, I think you've done a lot for the promotion of women's sport. Uh, you're clearly very passionate of it, uh, about women's sport. And um, I was reading a few interviews that were done before with you. And a lot of that passion seems to come from your granny, who was a big sports fan. Would that be right? Yes, she's an absolute sport. Nut. Uh, she uh, growing up like um, when she used to be minding us like there'd be like there'd be football played inside like there'd be windows broken there'd be and like she wouldn't care she like she's just an absolute sports nut like you go down to her house and pick her up for an event and she could say we're not going anywhere this match has gone to penalties sit down for another half an hour (laughs) (laughs) she'd have one game on the tv another another game on the radio yeah so she'd she'd be a big a big influence and you brought her along to the the, the, the Rory Stories book we did indeed she was in her element she was um chatting up down 
Sharon Maloney, so she was happy out. <laughs> and come here, is Rory as funny in person as he is in his videos? He is. He's exactly. He's exactly the same. Um, exactly the same as he is in his videos. Yeah. And um, if anything, I think the the book is better than than his actual videos. So I definitely give it a give it a go. Put it on the Christmas list. Definitely one for the stuff. You, you mentioned uh, Mio, um, Jen, and it's so obvious. I, I, I think we're all kind of proud of where we're from. <laughs> yeah, and I know we're always proud of where we're from. Listen, I'm from Longford, and I'm still proud of, of where I'm from. Um, disappointing year, you know, so near and not so far for the ladies and for the men. Yeah, um, hugely disappointing. Um, but like always, the Mayo will go again. Uh, I think that's one of the huge things about Mayo. They're, they never give up, you know. Um, I think that's one of the things that's unique about Mayo and about their supporters you know they never they never go away um, and I believe that both teams will be at the top again next year and I know the ladies are looking for a manager at the moment um, but um, if they get the right people in again this year and they have the same bunch I think they'll be there thereabouts again next year you know well, well Frank Brown I, I know him very well and he, he always talks and as if he's going to write a book or something like that so Maybe if he's ever thinking of writing a book or something like that about his career, you can do something for him. But I'm also picturing now next year, please God, for me old fans, uh, you can do a caricature of Stephen Rochford grabbing Sam from Dim Gavin. Oh, I hope so. That would be a dream. That would be a dream because I do a lot of, I'd, when it comes up to um, uh, All-Ireland kind of time, I do a lot of kind of newspaper sketches with the Mayo News, read the Mayo Dublin rivalry. So mm. it would definitely be a great one. It would also be great if Frank Brown would write a book. I'd, um, I would love to draw him because he loves he loves looking at himself. So oh, and, and, and he likes talking. So, yeah, so talking. There's, there's there for a book and there for drawing as yeah. well. Is there anything else in the pipeline now that you've done the Rory stories? Is there something else? Would you like to go into that side of thing, illustration? Yeah, um, book illustration has always been something that I'd be um, that I love um, so it's definitely an avenue that I'd like to explore more um, and I'd like to explore more with the say lady sports so who knows what's in the pipeline <laughs> we'll have to see Jen for um, someone that sorry for Jen for someone that knows absolutely nothing about art um, but recognises obviously the talents that you have and your characters how long would it take you say if you say it's in the morning was saying you're going to do a caricature of course Dalton how long does something like that take or do you do it off well, a probably... picture or do you meet them in person when you do them or uh, they're usually off picture it'd be a lot easier because I couldn't have them all around me yeah uh, <laughs> Um, I suppose at this stage I've kept, I've kept correspondence so many times I could probably yeah. keep my eyes closed. So um, um I usually sketch, yeah, um, usually sketch say about two to three hours. If it was Frank Brown, it would probably would take a day or two, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, usually two to three hours or so. Okay, and. Um, you're a big fan of Cora's. You must be very proud of her with her new venture to Australia. Yeah, it's a it's an amazing opportunity for her. But um, hopefully, it won't be the end of her with Mayo. Hopefully, we'll see her back next year. Hopefully, she'll give it one more go. And I know last year you were involved in a women's in sport uh, calendar, like doing a character. Is there one for this year? For we'll say a 2018 calendar as well, or no, no, there's nothing in the pipeline this year. Um, yeah, I would have um, done a bit of promotion with um Sharon from Sportswoman.ie um last year and that would have kind of took in all different like elements of 
sports. Yeah. So, yeah. That website, Jen, and the fact that you're doing these characters, especially for, for sports women, it, it's really showing that um, there is the sport out there. We have the talent out there and it's great to get it out. It is. Um, the, the, like the characters that I do, um, they're like, I focused on sports women um, specifically because I think there's a huge gap there to promote women's sports. Um, uh, as I said, like you, like there's so many players that you like a lot of like kids couldn't put a face to like, and I just think this is a, a way to put a face to some of the players, you know, that they couldn't find online. And then uh, you must have been delighted, Andy Moore, in uh, getting player player of the year recently at the All Stars. Oh, it was amazing because he's such a gentleman. Um, he's uh, he's like an absolute hero in Mayo, so it was hugely deserved and delighted for him. And I see, Jen, it's a I suppose it's a big thing now, and. Um, growing in popularity and you do a lot of it is uh, wedding invitations your characters and GA themed ones and if you want to tell us a bit about that yeah um, there's been a huge crossover actually um, I'd be just as busy with the wedding side of stuff as I am with the GA side and I think that's came from the GA side um, uh, so I do character wedding invitations um, but they, a lot of them have a GA theme I actually at first one of the first GA ones I'd done was for Breach Corkery actually um, so hers was it was cross between GA and her wedding and I would have done stuff for Breed Stack's wedding as well so yeah definitely celebrity clients there yeah great ones <laughs> so are you going to uh, maybe do an alternative uh, all stars with a list of all the, the players and the uh, caricatures or uh, have you done many of the, of the lads that have won caricatures um, or actually ladies that have won sorry lads that have won all stars or ladies that have won all stars um, that have won all stars I suppose Fiona McHale she's an all star um, um, I would have done a few of them, yeah. Um, but I'll probably sketch more for this year, actually. Yeah, so um, I know it, it, there's a lot of, there's probably a good few of them that would have already have, have one of my sketches that are all-star nominees. And coming up to Christmas is probably a busy time for you. Would you have people looking for characters, you know, framed pictures as presents and things like that? Or? Absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Um, it's been crazy, especially coming up to Christmas. But it's crazy now, even um, as we are coming up to Christmas. Um, sometimes, sometimes you'd have have the last minute.com people and I could get a message on uh, Christmas Eve asking me any chance you could do a guess. So get them in early. That doesn't, um, uh, maybe hasn't heard or seen your sketches or the chances are they've seen the sketches but they didn't realise who who done them. Um, if you want to give out details maybe have a Instagram page and Twitter and things like that. Or Yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter um, at Jen Jen Murph or um, on Instagram as well uh, Jenny Murr 1987 or you can find me on Facebook as well and yeah Brilliant. so um, next year you know, with, with all the talk of Katie Taylor and you mentioned Katie yourself if she got um, a fight in Crow Park would you like to kind of have Katie and then the backdrop of uh, Hill 16 <laughs> Definitely. Um, well, I've got a sketch in Crow Park already with the ladies' football, which was mm-hmm. definitely um, a great one for me. Um, not many people can say that they've sketched in Crow Park. Um, yes. <laughs> Um, but that would be definitely a huge one. I've met Katie before and um, it, again, she'd be one of my heroes as well. So I'd love to sketch her as well. Yeah, it's great talking to you when you say that because a lot of us would have male heroes and that, but that the fact that you're, you're mentioning the female and that's what we have to get out there and the fact that this is a girls podcast that we're trying to let people know about all of this great female talent around. Definitely. Um, like, I've, like, I've, like I was brought up watching... Um, Mayo ladies football
football. So I'd always have had a huge interest in it and a huge interest in uh, women's sports. So, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of grew from there, like for my parents, like bringing me to matches and stuff, you know. Um, so, yeah. So would you have taken an interest when the Ladies World Cup was on, Women's World Cup was on this year in the rugby in yeah, Ireland? I was actually at one of the games. Uh, yeah, uh, I was at the Ireland-Japan game. So um, is there any other sport that you want to kind of, you'd like to, I know you've done your Gaelic and things like that. Is there anything else that you'd like to cover or sketch some sports or in a particular other sport? Uh, last year, I kind of hit like mildly on um, soccer um, uh, women's soccer in Ireland um, I think that could be another area that I'd like to hit kind of big as well um, there's a lot that can be done with it I think um, there's a lot of talent in like the soccer scene and I, I don't think it's promoted that well to be honest yeah. Should look what Stephanie wrote and it was amazing how social media it's all about that how Stephanie Roach got into the world at the goal of the year for FIFA and ended up coming second in it just because of uh, votes and the Irish getting behind because that's one thing about the Irish if there's some Irish person there we'll always get behind so that would be a great way of getting it out there and if uh, the FEI want to hear about it that you you know you'd like to push out uh, lady soccer and kind of let people know that there is something out there definitely um, I'd be hugely interested in like helping the FEI to like promote women's soccer Um, like I'd be hugely interested in soccer as well so definitely I think there's a a huge area that could be covered there yeah it's amazing when you start talking about sports and there is so much out there and especially that like women can play as well there really is yeah um it's just kind of as you said kind of talking about it and getting it out there promoting it that's the key i think jen it was fantastic chatting with you and we've learned so much about uh, your side of work and thank you so much for sponsoring this week's prize and we'll say it again this week's prize is a sketch done by jen and looking at her work this it's definitely be worth winning <laughs>